Welcome to the More For Me podcast by yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? How you doing? How was your week? Hmm. Kind of waiting for a response. Nobody's going to respond. At least not right now. You definitely connect with me on social media at I am Kat Nicole to hit me with that good old response. So let me know how you doing. What's going on in your world? How you enjoying the, uh, the episodes, the, the More For Me uh, podcast, the platform? Um, feedback, love to hear from you. Hey, asking for stuff, where are my manners? Thank you for joining today. Doesn't matter if you're tuning in on YouTube or the pop or your favorite podcast platform. I am definitely appreciative that you chose to stop by here and give me a few ticks of your time, sharing your ear and your heart. Hopefully uh, what's uh, being laid on wax here today is something that you can receive and apply so that you can Head towards that destination, full steam ahead of more that God has for you. God has more for me, and he definitely has more for you. With all that being said, do, 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 do. Take the time to make sure you like, share, subscribe. Turn on your notifications if you subscribe. You can comment, you can rate, and you can review. All of these things are a, a way for you to show, show love and let me know what you're thinking, how you're feeling about the episode itself and for uh, or about the More For Me platform as a whole. Also, though, when you do those things, that's a way for people to find out about More For Me. The more you share, the more they know. The more you communicate, the more people know. And that's how we can grow this thing so that more people can realize that God really has more for them in this life, as well as uh, gain some insight on how they can get there and have some good company along the way. All right, so all that out the way, today is episode number 14, and we are digging into the gift and the curse. So what exactly does that mean, the gift and the curse? Well, Jay-Z had a whole album called The Gift and the Curse. Um, so there's that. Uh, but then there's also just this notion that um, there are things that can be perceived to be really good or really bad and not like two separate things, right? Like um, gluten-free bread and regular bread. No, 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 not like that. But literally that, hey, uh, pickles, it's the gift and the curse. Something about a pickle is really good and something is really bad. So you have this... Um, this duality that you see within one, one thing. And so the gift and the curse is, uh, the, the, the topic or the title, if you will, but what's it's digging, what I want to dig into today is really identity. Identity is a major or a big theme that I feel is associated with the journey that we are on in this life, whether you have yet to, um, but for most people, if you've lived for any number of years, you've probably had some type of struggle or encounter with this idea of identity and really trying to understand what it is. I believe that identity is very important. We each need to know who we are and, and not just know who you are, but you need to be able to accept who you are. And so I think that uh, we change over time. Um, when you come to know God, your lens and how you see yourself and others also changes. So sometimes that shifts your identity, not really that you change, but you just have uh, the proper lens to look at yourself. And so we need to make sure that we take the time to understand and get to know who we are. The best way to do that is through the lens of God because he's our creator, right? And so he knows us intimately and that's going to be the best way for us to see ourselves, not necessarily as what we think or what the world thinks, but, but through 
through that uh, godly lens is how we want to endeavor to see ourselves. Either way it goes, it's a process and a journey. And we want to make sure that we take that time to truly try to understand and know exactly who we are. Um, there are some things that uh, we know about ourselves, even already, like at this point, like out the gate, you may have known something about yourself and you're like, this is amazing. There's some things about yourself and you're like, I don't necessarily like this about me. Or the way that people responded to this thing about you made you not really like something about yourself. So you have um, the reality of who you are. And then you also have what people think about that or what you may think about that thing. And this, again, boils kind of back down to knowing who you are and accepting who you are. How can you really get to the place where you accept who you are, whether you or others like it or not? That is a whole thing all in of itself. And for me, it's taken um, quite some time. There are different aspects and, and, and parts of my personality that I've had to grow into that I've had to learn to love and embrace. And in some cases, it was really that godly lens that allowed for me to see myself through it from a different perspective that then made me appreciate who I was. Like, this is who God created me to be, and I'm okay with it. Well, one of those things I want to talk about today is aggression. Um, I am, and I now probably accept, won't hide it, not ashamed of it, but I am an aggressive person, like across the board, pretty aggressive. One of the things as I was thinking about like um, being an aggressive person <laughs> that popped into my head was my driving. So I started driving at 16. I mean, I was on my dad's heels like, hey, I'm 14 and nine months. I can sign up for driver's training. Sign up for driver's training. Boom, I take it. Hey, I need to get hours. Everybody, may I drive you? May I, may I show for you wherever you need to go? Maybe just go someplace so I can get my hours. I practice, I practice, I go take my test. Aced it, flying colors. Your girl was really excited about driving. I love driving. Maybe it's the, the independence, the control, all these things. It was just fun. I liked driving fast. Um, I liked being able not only to tell people I'm a good driver, but actually being a good driver. So in those beginning uh, days of my driving, I remember vividly in high school, I would do things to practice and hone my skills so that I could continue to be proud of the great driver that I was, how many skills I had behind the, behind the wheel. So, um, I took the same route to school every day and I would uh, create situations. Let's just say uh, my journeys to and fro school, I treat it kind of like um, like a racetrack, if you will. And uh, I've heard about like the motor speedways and you can pay some several hundred dollars and they'll let you drive a car and like, oh, I went 160 on this track. And so, yeah, think about that, but that there were obstacles <laughs> that I inserted into my racetrack. And so I would put myself in situations where I would have to uh, maneuver my car, drive faster over short distances and things like that. But I was like, man, I have skills and I'm getting better. Never mind the fact that in hindsight, this was probably uh, a little bit dangerous, um, but my skills definitely did improve uh, <laughs> as, I, as I embarked upon this journey. But one of the things um, that I found out in college, like somebody highlighted it for me. I don't remember who it was. But they were like, you know that people actually drive like they walk? And I was like, hmm, really? 
So I paid attention. I walk pretty aggressively. Like I'll roll up on you, <laughs> cut you off when I'm walking to get around you to get where I'm going. Like I'm intentional. I focus. I make moves. I'll go through tight spaces. Like, oh, 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 watch yourself. I'm going somewhere. Definitely. Uh, don't let it be a crowded place. I, I got I got moves. I'm focused. I actually don't like crowds. So then I get a little tense, like, hey, stay close. Everybody watching. I'm observing what's going on. That's kind of the same way uh, that I, I realize that I drive. I even had a friend who you're walking side by side, like you're on the diag and I'm walking straight. She walks on a diagonal. So like she's coming towards me. And so because I had learned anything recently, I'm like, I'm never getting in her car because she's probably all over the road. Uh, <laughs> I digress, though. I, literally, I still have never, never been a passenger in her vehicle. But I really do walk and drive just alike, very aggressively. Um, I always like the fact that I drive aggressively. Uh, <laughs> but driving and walking, that's one side of it. But when you look at my entire personality, my level of aggression. I'm always talking. Um, I would, I mean, I shared before, like first episode that I walk up to people that I knew. Hey, uh, can I have some money? For what? I just want some. And as I get older, it's like, you know, you have any dollars? Or I just change. Like, that's all your change? Or how about I have all of that? So pretty aggressive. It's mild, but it's still aggressive. It's still aggressive. Um, and so as, as I uh, age and just matured through life, the aggression continued to evolve and it would present itself in different settings because that's just, just who I am. So if it's the aggression of having all the answers and wanting to answer every question in class or um, being kind of talkative and taking control of the group project when we're working in a classroom setting, these different ways that I would present my, my aggression, but not necessarily in a, in a negative way. But the more that my aggression was exposed, that's when, uh, People, you know, you get older, everybody begins to have more of an opinion the older you get and you want to exercise your teen years and so on. But it probably started around high school, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, high school or so. But that people really began to have an opinion about it. And it wasn't always like, you're aggressive. That's pretty cool, right? It's something that I like. I'm like, I like this about myself. It's just kind of, it's just who I am. But then when people began to um, weigh in, I never asked for their opinion. But when people began to weigh in on this uh, personality trait or characteristic of mine, it was not so welcoming, right? They didn't always have good things to say, like uh, either, you know, in some way that they didn't like it, it was too aggressive. It made people uncomfortable. Um, and you could continue to go on with things that were said negatively about it. And over the years, I came to a point where it was like, man, I'm too aggressive. Even from a simple perspective, like, oh, girls shouldn't be that person. Excuse me. Girls shouldn't be that aggressive. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm too aggressive for a girl. I need to be, you know, kind of tone it down a little bit. And so during that season, you had a time of where in certain cases, especially when you said sexist things like for a girl, you're too aggressive. Where I'm like, forget you kind of be more aggressive because you are you're out of pocket saying stuff like that or kind of. Uh, in different settings when people would speak to my aggression or kind of look down upon it or frown upon it, that it didn't make me feel so great about being that aggressive. And it kind of made me want to be different or to hide and um, pretend as if this, this, this wasn't really who I am. So how can I be different? How can I be less aggressive? How can my aggression be less intimidating to other people? And then that gift 
that I was so excited about and love this thing I love about myself is now it's not it's not such a great gift. It's not the gift that keeps on giving. It's like getting a stocking full of coal or a bag full of poop. You're like, I don't want this. Um, so it's something that I've kind of felt was more like a curse because it's kind of like it is who it is who I am. So even like in a work environment, when my aggression was kind of addressed and it's kind of like, well, it's just my personality. And it's like, man, if I try to tone it down, it's like still too loud. And so then you kind of get to a point where I kind of got to a point where I was really getting frustrated with the fact that I was an aggressive person and I needed to do something. I needed to be different and not who I was. And so something I know about myself, I loved, but because of the influence, because of outside influences, I began to disdain that gift and, and try to alter or pretend to be someone else or something that I really wasn't. Fast forward, you go through, I'm realizing the importance of understanding who I am, my identity, and, and, and coming to know God in a different way that I can see myself through his lenses, his eyes, and not necessarily that of others or even myself. And then I really began to see that my aggression is really a good thing. First of all, God gave it to me, so it must be good. But hmm, how can this thing, which let's be honest, some of the things that were said that were negative or made me um, feel that my, excuse me, my aggression was like a curse. Some of those things were true. Some of those things were constructive criticism that I could take in and really say, how can I become a better version of myself? But in hindsight, as, as I look at it all and I say, okay, so now how do I really take all of this in and become a better version of myself? And I've talked about it previously in, a, in another episode, but about how sometimes there are things about us that it's it's who we are and the way that we are wired and, and you want God to redeem that thing. The specific example that I mentioned previously was that uh, my ability to connect with people. But when I connected, sometimes I would utilize my words as daggers and hurt people versus building them up. When that is redeemed in me, then you end up with the More For Me podcast by Kat Nicole. And I'm here trying to connect with people and use my words to empower, equip and expose people so that they can move forward on their journey towards the destination of more that God has for them. And so the same thing needed to happen. It has happened with my aggression. Um, it, it was a good thing then it was a bad thing, but in reality, it's always been a good thing. I just needed that thing, aggression, to be redeemed by God so that it could be utilized for his glory. And so for me today, what does that look like? That looks like me sitting down and recording an episode be like, hey, yo, I'm aggressive and I, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not going to shy away from it. That's my personality. I am an aggressive person. But that aggressive person has a calling on her life. And I know that that aggression is what helps keep me moving. It's what brings me in front of your uh, eyes and your ears every single week, dropping episodes every Tuesday to connect with you, to do what I believe that God is calling me to do, to help us all move from where we are to where he wants us to be. It's the same aggression that has me in front of you six days a week at I am Cat Nicole, dropping nuggets and life-giving things so that you can continue to press towards that more and be encouraged, let, letting God's light shine through me. It's that aggression that keeps me there doing what I do. That's the aggression that makes me take it personally, that I can sit and spend hours with someone as we begin to 
to expose them to a different way of thinking about, for example, financial freedom so that they can experience the other things in life that God has for them, but to let them see life through a different lens, not one of despair and darkness, but one of promise and, and light positivity. That's what makes me do those things is that same aggression, but it's really learning how not to be reckless with your aggression. 16 years old, putting yourself and others in danger while you've tried to while you try to figure out what your 88 Chevy Beretta is capable of and believing that you could outdrive any vehicle, Lexus or not. Like it moves beyond that immaturity to a place where you say, hey, how can I use my powers for good and not evil? And so for me, aggression is one of those areas where it's like it, it can be bad if you use it improperly. Too much of anything is bad for you, right? Except for God. <laughs> but like really understanding who am I? Who am I in Christ? Christ Jesus, that is. And, and how can I, my wiring, who I am, be used for God's glory? So today, it's really simple. We have to know who we are and we have to accept who we are. So my challenge for you is as you look at your life, as you look in the mirror and see yourself, what is there that is just natural about you? It's just the way you are. It's who you are. Are you happy with that thing? Are you sad about it? Have people made you feel some kind of way because you were different? You need to grab onto what that thing is and truly come to understand and know yourself. And now you can sit, you can reflect, you can talk to other people, but really taking the time to connect with our creator, the maker, and ask him to show you yourself through his eyes that he can have the opportunity to work in and through you to redeem whatever that is that you see in yourself, good or bad, so that you can be utilized for his glory and truly know and accept who you are. Because we, we are who we are. Not in the sense that, oh, you can never change, but he created you to, to be used and to, to be a certain person, to be a certain way and to be used in a certain way and capacity. And so we need to seek and understand those things so that we can be utilized for his glory. Today is the day that we no longer look around externally to others to say, hey, you good with this part about me? Is this okay? Do you accept it? But we look at who we are through God's eyes and we accept and love who we are. Not to say that there's not room to improve, because there is for all of us, but we accept who we are and we continue to press forward in God and towards him, knowing that he doesn't make any mistakes and is good enough the way he created us. All right, guys, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode because it's real out here in these streets. If you don't know who you are, then, then what are you left with? You're pretending to be somebody else and <laughs> the Quickest way, Robert has told me before, and I love this, the quickest way to live in bondage is to try to live someone else's reality. Don't find yourself there. Know who you are and what you're supposed to be doing and be comfortable with that. If there's room for you to grow, embrace it. We all have room, uh, room to grow. So aggressive cat Nicole here, and I'm glad that you joined me for another week. Let God work in and through you, redeem something in you for his glory, if need be. And if you were to like just a, just a, uh, uh, a lot of bubbles and roses and lollipops and things like that, we'll go ahead and let God get glory for all of that as well. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Uh, again, remember who you are. Don't allow for your gift to be seen as a curse. Embrace what it is as a gift and utilize it just as such. Remember, 
God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care.